Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, welcome back to the Roto World Football Podcast. As always, I'm Josh Norris. This week, the show is going to be a bit shorter, but don't worry, we'll still shout out the iTunes reviewer. And it also includes some football, but we're going to test out a bit of a new format. That's what I look at when I watch film. You know, I look at the little tendencies that they like to do. It. Like if the corners press on me, he likes to open his hips. You know, I can just run straight through him instead of you know trying to just give him a move at the line. So I look at those little things. In the beginning, I breathe basketball. I'm just now starting playing football in tenth grade. So you know, I'm just I'm just still learning the game. People saying that I'm doing so good at this. I'm still just learning. You know, I was going to keep learning. So I'm just I just want. That's why I tell everybody every time. I just want to be coached because I want to be one of the best. That was Illinois' Jihad Ward, one of the prospects I spoke with at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama in January, an event that does require some preparation. After talking with a few of these prospects, I started to wonder how much focus is actually put into preparation on a week-to-week basis during the season. Do they even enjoy it? Maybe they see it as homework, maybe tedious, a waste of time, or even an investment in their future. For Kyler Fackrell, an edge rusher from Utah State, preparation was a way to stay connected to the game and keep his NFL dream on track. Fackrell missed the entire 2014 season with the torn ACL, a season where he might have headed to the NFL immediately after. It was lost time to really solidify his pass rushing skills, so his preparation was a bit different than the average prospect. You know, I think, especially... um, probably a greater appreciation for the game and for a healthy body you know again I had never had something serious like that happen to me before and had never had a surgery before and so um, you know kind of being bedridden and not being able to move around kind of made me appreciate you know, being healthy and being able to play you know this amazing game. Did you watch a lot of football where you were injured? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah? yeah. Was that, I mean, was that an odd feel? team? Yeah. yeah. It, that's, that was uh, really, really weird. It was kind of to watch the games on TV. You know, obviously I'm, I'm used to being in the games and to traveling with the guys, and it, it was weird. Um, but, you know, of course I watched. While Fackrell surely watched a lot of his own tape, he also watched a lot of tape from a certain NFL edge rusher with the Green Bay Packers. I think somebody that I have a lot of respect for um, because of the hustle um, that he plays with his play Matthews, you know, the effort that he plays with. We used uh, actually a clip of him to, I mean, our coaches used a clip of him to kind of show us what they wanted from us as far as effort. Um, and, and with like the upper body violence, just throwing his arms and things like that. So, um, you know, I really think that, especially in the NFL, there are a lot of good tackles. Um, 
second effort pass rush, second effort sacks are really where you're going to get your sacks. Kenneth Dixon, a running back from Louisiana Tech, one of my personal favorites in this class, executes his preparation much differently than a guy like Fackrell. Do you watch a lot of football outside of your own game film? No, sir. I really don't. Yeah. I really don't watch too much football outside. Of you know, and I, when it's so focused on you, is it just you? Re- like, do you like preparation? Do you like oh, I watching? Love preparation. I feel like the preparation is the journey. I feel like the preparation is the key, and the, um, the game on Saturday is the gift. I feel like if you don't go through the preparation, you'll never get the gift. That's why some guys, you know, be kind of upset with their um, circumstances on Saturday because you really ain't pay attention on Monday what you had to do on Tuesday what you had to do Wednesday and just go through your whole full preparation. Preparation and just getting ready for the game mentally and being prepared physically, you know what I mean? It's just going in there and watching the film, lifting the extra weights, getting the stretch and getting the treatment. I feel like that all goes into, you know, going into the game on Saturday and not just going and scrapping up the play. I love how Dixon refers to preparation as a gift. That's a really cool way to take a look at the decision. Out of everyone, defensive lineman Sheldon Rankins out of Louisville showed me the greatest understanding of what film could do for his growth. I just tried to let natural ability take over, but, you know, studying the game, you know, playing and, you know, getting more reps, you know, you understand, you know, it's not going to get you far. Uh, so I took it upon myself along with previous coaches, uh, you know, to just fine-tune my game, actually become a student of the game, and, you know, it's translated into some success. Is it just watching yourself over and over again, or is it watching other people, pros, other college teams? Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, Whoever's good, uh, you know, I've watched numerous of these guys I'm playing with right now, uh, you know, just to see, okay, well, he's doing something good. Let me see if I can pick up anything. And I do that with pros as well and as well as watching myself over and over. Is, is there one example that stands out in your head that you can just give me? Uh, just of anyone, maybe Kwan Short right, at Purdue um, with the Panthers now? I'd probably say uh, probably Gerald McCoy, uh, you know, just the way he gets off the ball. Uh, you know, and he and it's the same every play. You know, whether it's you know play one or play fifty-seven. You know, he's getting off the ball, he's getting vertical. You know, and he, you know he's moving with a purpose. You know, I try to do that. You know, as much as I can. You know, obviously, you know, I'm still not on the level of Gerald McCoy, obviously, but you know, working towards it. You know, and just trying to improve every day. You heard Rankins mention Gerald McCoy there. Those observations of how NFL guys move and adjust to the game is an indicator that there is a commitment to looking at what happened, absorbing it, and changing it for the better each and every week. And that's obviously what the NFL wants. Okay, just talk to Kenneth, and he says he doesn't watch a lot of football outside of his own football, uh, uh, of his own tape. Do, do you? Yeah, I watch football. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it something where you watch NFL games and you try to pick up on things that or players that you like? Like when you watch the game, do you look off the ball and look at your position? Uh, when I watch the NFL game, I just I just watch like the D line interior guys, you know, try to pick up the stuff that they do, like with their hands, movements, and uh, just keys, key on them the whole game. That's what I recognize when I watch you is your hand use because at the college level you don't really see a lot of guys using their hands you just see someone winning with athleticism yeah when was it apparent to you that using your hands to create separation leverage balance was a pivotal part of winning uh I'd probably say I picked it up last year coach Petrie my D-line coach he came in last summer uh, he helped me a lot tremendously this year for my senior season I see how his help changed my game what about specifically? Like, 
was it a light came on one day? Yeah. Was it really? Like, like, oh, that's why you should use your hands more. <laughs> like, you just shoot them, I just grab their hands and use them. It all works out for me better. When you watch other people play, um, do you watch the ball or do you watch your position? I was just sort of watch both and how, how the D-line getting off the ball. Yeah, and I watched my, my position is very well. It's three technique and uh, five technique, so just learning the game. Is there anyone who you really respect their game that not mirror your game after, but things that you might have kind of picked up on? I respect everybody in the NFL game, to be honest. With you. I respect all them guys. You know, they out there to get it. You know, but I like Julius Purpose. I'm more of a Julius. I like a Julius Purpose guy. So, you know, that's my that's my idol right there. Any like reason why? Yeah, he's just, he's just a dog, man. I just, I just like him for some reason. I, I haven't even met the guy. You know what I mean? I just, I just like his swag. He got a lot of swag out there, and I really, really enjoy that. Were you a basketball player at one point, too? In, in the beginning, I breathed basketball. I'm just now started playing football at 10th grade. So, you know, I'm just I'm just still learning the game. People saying that, um, that I'm doing so good at this, I'm still just learning. You know, it's going to keep learning. So I'm just, I just want. That's why I tell everybody every time. I just want to be coached because I want to be one of the best. So it feels like every single year you've gotten better. Obviously, since you've only been playing football for six years now, mm-hmm. is that right? So. And and can you kind of pick up on certain things that you've improved at every single year that I've improved? Yeah. You know, just being a dom- just dominated on the field. You know, um, everybody has talent. You know what I mean? But it's all about attitude at the end of the day. The attitude beats talent. Everybody got talent. You just got to dominate, like, no lows. Don't give up on no plays, strip attempts, you know, and just giving it your all and straining in that field. And once you once you do that, you will get noticed. One of the greatest trends throughout my conversations with these prospects was the ability they had to pick up on tendencies of specific opponents through film. I noticed um, when we were playing Arkansas State that all their um, linebackers liked to overrun the play, so I knew when I got that swing in the backfield that he was going to overrun it, and I just had to cut back and step and, you know, just do my job and get up the field and try to make people miss. Are you a guy that likes preparation in terms of... Excuse me? Are you a guy that likes preparation? Oh, yeah, week, I definitely like to film? know, you know, what I'm getting, um, you know, make educated you know, decisions on, you know, if I do have to guess between certain things, you know, because I definitely do put the time in the classroom to just know what I could get, you know, I just don't like to be out there just freestyling. Have you picked up on any tells in terms of either receiver's alignment, even small things? Like, I've heard it from linebackers, defensive linemen, just hand positioning for an Mm -hmm. offensive lineman. Can you kind of see that with receivers, like, spinning their hands, those types of things, if any come to mind as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, their their cuts, like you said, their splits linemen, and also I kind of um, notice when they, you know, tighten up their gloves or spit on their gloves, that kind of lets me know. Um, and then just the way to come off the ball. Sometimes, you know, you rarely get receivers that run at you hard for a run when they're trying to block you. So just a tempo, just, you know, things I picked up later during the season. Yeah, I remember uh, specifically we were playing uh, Boston College, uh, freshman center. Uh, and, you know, they, were, they, they came to us and we knew they were going to have some kind of silent count because, you know, obviously on third downs, the crowd gets loud for the defense, things like that. So we started noticing every time you know, the center would get down, he'd look back, stick his hand out and slowly bring it back. So, you know, once I figured that out, 
I was able to key in on the snap, get off the ball better, and able to cause some havoc. Vernon Butler offered a very specific tendency that not many people would notice, but I think you should keep an eye on it anytime you're watching offensive versus defensive linemen in the future. I usually get to look at his, his knee or his elbow. Oh, tell, tell me about his elbow or his knee. Because, like, the first thing moves goes down. So that's it for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed the kind of different format we put out. Shout out to Unflappable85, who says they've been listening all along, but just reviewing now. It's always better late than never. Listen to that, everyone. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And as always, if you want that coveted shout out, let us know what you think of the podcast in the review section on iTunes. We hope you enjoyed our test this week, and let us know what you thought. I'm Josh Norris, at Josh Norris on Twitter. We'll see you next week. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.